Neil Humphreys, you have always been a guiding light for me in the field of humor in I Singapore, try. if I can just throw that sh- that right back at you. First of all, I think we really need to say a warm hello to our great friend, Jason Dacey. I know he's listening in Australia. Oh, hey, if he's he Jason, he's me. listening. He's listening. <laughs> Jason, we are sad to see you move on to uh, greener pastures, but he is going to be doing some great things down in Brisbane, and he's going to miss this show. He's been doing it for over a year and a half, has hmm. amazing guests on, had you on, talked about, I don't know how many hundred of different things you yep. guys have talked about over the year. But our very best uh, wishes to Jason as he embarks on some new adventures in Australia, broadcasting adventures. And also, he will be back in Singapore for various reasons. So we hope to see him and hear him here on Money FM in the future as well. Let's talk about you, though, Neil, because okay. this was a huge week, not only for you being a huge football fan, but also for Singapore's yep. football fans, Ronaldo in town. Wow. Well, yes, I thought we'd kick off the show with a bang, Glenn, and (laughs) kick off with the greatest, most famous superstar of any sport on the planet, Cristiano Ronaldo. (laughs) Now, even non-football fans listening right now who may be heading for the dial, don't turn it off because this man transcends sport. He is bigger than sport. He is bigger than business. He is a global colossus. He's up there with Muhammad Ali, Tiger Woods, you name it. And he was in Singapore, and it was an extraordinary experience. And what was wonderful about this experience, you know this, Glenn, I've been a football journalist for 20 years. Mm. I've I've literally seen them all. I've seen Ronaldo at World Cups. I've seen Lionel Messi. I've met David Beckham and so on. You get a bit jaded, Mm. and you get a little cynical about the whole corporate shebang and so on. And even this, I know there's been some social media posts saying he's just here for the money and all the rest of it. Well, firstly, he isn't, and I'll get to that in a moment. But it was great for two reasons. Cristiano Ronaldo is without exception today, right now, arguably the biggest celebrity superstar, sports superstar on the planet. And I took my nephew along, who's uh, sitting beside us in the studio, and he was doing some work experience with SPH, and I didn't actually tell him who we were going to see. I just said we were going to see a famous person. And he guessed that when there was security everywhere (laughs) and guns and police and, you know, IDs and so on. So I wanted to see Ronaldo through his eyes, Mm. you know, not my cynical, jaded, middle-aged man eyes. I wanted to see it through his eyes and also, and this is the key part, through the young Singaporean's eyes Mm. because it was at Yumin Primary School and it was for the Singapore Olympic Foundation Peter Lim Scholarship, which is a wonderful scholarship. Our uh, friendly billionaire, Peter Lim, has now (coughs) donated up to $30 million to this sports scholarship. And as he also happens to own the image rights of Cristiano Ronaldo, (laughs) it does no harm bringing Ronaldo to the country. He made that happen, huh? Yeah, so to bring him in. So I went into Yumin Primary School. It's a neighborhood school in Tampanese. One of Peter Lim's stipulations, which I think is wonderful, coming from a humble background myself, is that the scholarships must go to kids of, of limited means or humble background, neighborhood schools, and so on. And when he brings in a superstar, now Ronaldo can go anywhere. He can go to Marina Bay Sands. He can go to Sentosa. He can go to the Fullerton. He can go to any number of hotels or conferences or corporate shindigs and be paid an absolute fortune. But Peter Lim was like, no, I'm going to take you into the heartlands, into Tampanese, into a neighborhood primary school to give them the kind of experience that I, Peter Lim, never had. Hmm. And I, Neil Humphreys, in a neighborhood school, never had. So what was the response when you, or well, what your reaction this is on the, the kids? Thing. So we walk up to the steps. First, my nephew says, when you said it was a footballer, I didn't know it was going to be the footballer. <laughs> so that was an indication. So you confirmed, uh, yeah. Then we go into the room. Glenn, my word, it was Beatlemania. 
They were screaming, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. <laughs> and tip- this is the funny part. Typical Singapore Kiasuism, right? They tried to drill everything. They tried to overly prepare everything. The teachers, well-meaning teachers, have said, right, guys, when Ronaldo comes in, you'll do a Mexican wave and you'll all go, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. And you'll do this and you'll do that. None of it happens, of course. Planned spontaneity. None of it happens. It's like trying to organise teenagers in the height of Beatlemania. It's not going to happen. So I can see the teachers, right, you stand up and you do the wave and you do this and you do that. When he comes in, ah, it's just this hormonal overload of screaming children. So was it uh, like hundred, hundreds of kids? Thousands. Thousands of kids. Thousands. And they uh, were what, in the open square? Yeah, the, in, where in they, the school hall where they have the, daily assemblies. The, yeah, their assemblies, yeah. So you know what these assemblies are like. Yeah. I do them regularly to myself. They're usually at seven in the morning. Right. You've got the flag raising sure, and, and the, then you do the school the anthem. pledge and yeah. the anthem and you're half asleep. Ronaldo comes in. <laughs> it's a different story. And it was screaming they were shouting all pre-prepared preparations went out of the window Mm. he's on stage and the thing about Ronaldo that I absolutely hate well there's many reasons why I hate Ronaldo Mm. firstly he's got a God-given talent secondly (laughs) he's ridiculously stupidly insanely handsome (laughs) you you meet him in the flesh he's even more handsome than you think which makes you hate him even more super tanned super lean super fit super super athletic (laughs) he doesn't even have to speak Glenn you're a public speaker I'm a public speaker. You have to work on your speeches. You have to craft them. You have to do audience awareness. You have to do this and that. He just walks out. He's done. He just walks out. Just being Ronaldo is enough. So I know he did more than that, though. What what messages was he giving to the kids? He asked some motivational questions from the the young Singaporean kids. They came up one at a time, and they asked him pretty routine questions. How do you stay motivated? Which is a phenomenal question to ask someone like Ronaldo, because the man is in his 35th year. Mm, He should mm. be lying on a beach now surrounded by beautiful women, which Mm. he may do on his weekends, I don't know. (laughs) But he's still playing for a top side Juventus, the Italian champions. This is a man who has re-sculpted, almost re-cultivated his entire body as he's got older. He's literally changed his physique, Glenn, (laughs) to accommodate a different skill set as he's got older. So lots of motivational questions from the kids, lots of things about family and staying humble. And although he does come across as a very arrogant superstar, lots of photographs with shades and sitting on yachts, and, and he's always half-naked, Glenn. I mean, in every photo, he's not wearing many clothes. Very homoerotic pictures he likes to put out. But when was the last time you sort of heard him doing anything untoward when it yeah. comes to his with, with the children and his reputation? He takes his role model status very, clean very, reputation. very, very seriously. Yeah, yeah. So that was impressive. And then he did some ball juggling. And this is the funny thing. He did things that most kids can only dream of. You know, he flipped it on his neck a couple of times. Oh, really? Did a whole, you know, thing on his head. To someone like Ronaldo, he could literally be blindfolded and do this. It's nothing. It's like me and you sitting in front of a microphone. It's easy for Ronaldo. The kids practically wet their underwear. You know, they were so excited. You know, they were screaming because he did a couple of kick-ups. So they got what they wanted. They got Ronaldo. They did this giant, I call it selfie. It's not a selfie, is it? A wee A wee When it's the whole score, they did that. And then he did half a dozen kick-ups. I got my nephew to stop crying. No, not really. Not really.
absolutely. Um, and it was just a wonderful achievement. All up Glenn. Mm. He was probably there for 15, maybe 20 minutes. Wow. They will never forget it for their entire life. They will never forget the day that Cristiano Ronaldo came to my quiet, humble neighborhood school in Tampanese, Yumin Primary School. And it's those kinds of, of experiences, though fleeting, that can change a person's life. And I guarantee you that yeah. of those 1,100 students to 1,200 students in that school, it will have a profound impact on their lives. And it was a wonderful, wonderful thing. I'm a cynical man, as you know. I'm a cynical man. <laughs> But even I had a slight yearning yeah. for Cristiano Ronaldo. I think if okay. it had stayed for another 10 minutes, I might have fallen in love with wow. him. You know, I might have fancied him. He's too darn attractive for his own good. But what can I say? It was a huge success. Let's have him back next year. Neil Humphreys on Cristiano Ronaldo. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.